Welcome to the Wicked Radio Network. Hey, Heno here. Uh, we're uh, releasing an episode we recorded a few weeks ago uh, before Angela went to Cancun. <laughs> I was in uh, Boise this last week for training for work, so uh, we weren't able to record. Uh, so this is, I'd say, about three weeks ago. So if there's any, um, you know, oh, it's no longer fall, it's pretty much winter here, and uh, some various things. Also reminded me that we need to get, uh, Angela talks about some... Uh, new strategies she's employing and uh, with her sugar and this and that. And we, we need to get an update from her uh, maybe next week on this. But as I was uh, driving back from Boise, I was listening to our favorite Pittsburgh nerd podcast and Sean. And Sean was sharing about, uh, it res- really resonated with me. Sean was sharing about just kind of, uh, you know, wanting to pull back a little bit, kind of tired of the fight, you know, it, uh, when it comes to diet and exercise and you know sometimes it, it wears on us and you know you just got to pull back a little bit and it's not you're not giving up you're just pulling back and and uh it really resonated with me because that's where i'm at right now i feel like i've been um you know running through the enchanted forest um and I, I say enchanted forest because you know life is actually really good for me um but i feel like there's these little brambles and uh the little roots coming out they want to trip me every once in a while you know they just want to uh, trip me and knock me down and so i'm like you know I got to quit running. I'm going to walk. I'm just going to walk through the forest right now. I'm going to enjoy the forest and I'm just going to walk a little bit. And so, uh, you know, as I'm driving along, I'm thinking, you know, I want to, I want to start the podcast, uh, with, uh, an inspirational quote. And, uh, Sean does something on Pittsburgh nerd, uh, with his uh, partner Ian, the two of them uh, start every episode with uh, with a movie quote of some sort, and so I'm going to borrow a page from Pittsburgh Nerd, and the one that uh, j- I don't even know why this one popped into my head. Uh, it's probably the worst movie in the entire series, but uh, this is the quote that popped into my head, and, and I'm going to do it for you here. I'll, I'm going to do it a Pittsburgh Nerd style here. Okay. Welcome to Angela's Awesome Podcast, another podcast that says. Slip the jab, slip the jab. Uh, come here, Rock. My God, you're ready, ain't ya? That Apollo won't know what hit him. You're gonna roll over him like a bulldozer, an Italian bulldozer. You know, kid, I know how you feel about this fight that's coming up. Cause I was once, I was young once too. And I'll tell you something. Well, if you wasn't here, I probably wouldn't be alive today. The fact that you're here and doing as well as you're doing gives me, um, uh, what do you call it? Motivation. You know, to stay alive. Cause I think that people die sometimes when they don't want to live no more. And nature is smarter than people think. Little by little, we lose our friends. We lose everything. We keep losing and losing till we say, you know, oh, what the hell? Why am I living around here for? I got no reason to go on. But with you, kid, boy, I got a reason to go on. And I'm going to stay alive. And I'll watch you make good. And I'll never leave you until that happens. Because when I leave you, you'll not only know how to fight, you'll be able to take care of yourself outside the ring, too. Is that okay? Okay. Now, I got a little gift for you. No, 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 wait a minute. No, wait a minute. Here, look at that. Look at that. See that? That's the favorite thing that I have on this earth. And Rocky Marciano gave that to me. You know what it was? His cuff link. You know, and I'm going to give it to you. And it, it's going to be like an angel on your shoulder, see? If you ever get hurt and you feel like you're going down, this little angel is going to whisper in your ear. It's going to say, get up, you son of a bitch, because Mickey loves you. Keep slipping that jab, Sean.
Are you drum rolling? Already? Let's hear it. Welcome to Angela's Awesome Podcast. Angela Freeman here trying to be Aquila. <laughs> Take two. Take two. I was just, you, you guys missed like, so when we Skype, I've got the Skype call recorder and the right. minute a call connects, it starts recording. Oh. So, so, but here I actually have to hit the record button. We've got our whole intro and it's all set up, but we were just talking for like 20 minutes about some stuff that was just podcast gold and I, know. I wasn't recording it. I know. And then I started. It'll and, have to yeah. stay between. It's sort of like that tree in the forest doesn't really fall and, and do really cool things really happen if they don't get put on Instagram. It was sort of along that line. <laughs> I, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, that's so cute. I have to get a picture of it. Oh, it's not really counting. I'm like, oh my God. Okay. You have to stop. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Angela Freeman and Hi, Angela. I am here with my friend Heno at Monkey Hi, Tongue Heno. Productions <laughs> studio, uh, podcasting to you out of Haley, Idaho, where we're having the most awesome fall ever. And we're here to talk yeah. to you guys about some cool stuff that we try to do in our lives to make our lives better. And we want to pass on the podcast gold to you today. So I'm a needing psychology coach and a personal trainer. I own a little gym here in Sun Valley, Idaho. And um, so we're coming at you from dynamic mind, body, nutritional strategies, um, psychology of eating, dynamic strategies, and both of us are sober. So that's where that's what that's that's us. There's the fundamentals. Heno's a musician, super creative, more scientific. I'm like, what does it really mean? Who cares? Let's just get on to the practicals. How can we make it work for us? You're a dog lover. Uh, we both love dogs. Yeah. Okay. That's our little bio. <laughs> just in case. There, there you have it. In case you haven't caught up. Just in case you don't so, know. So today's today's topic, I have absolutely no idea what we're talking about. Perfect. So we're going to better that way. It is better that way. I actually have to say that I would really like to just check in on something that's going on with me um, and give you guys a little something, something, because I've been talking about quitting sugar for a long, long, long time. And, um, all summer in fact, and because I've been doing all this parasite cleansing. So blah, blah, blah. Anyway, long story short, my third round of parasite cleansing, I've been doing this since May. I've had a couple of weeks off here and there. I am on day 18 without any sugar. I know. Sound effect, please. I know. I, I, well, I was I'm just waiting. distracted. Sorry. Yes. I have had some fruit. That's not the good one. But no sugar. <laughs> but, but how how really sad trombone is fruit it's not it's not yeah go back to the applause please yes yeah exactly. we take that back we want to do over Victory. okay <laughs> and i have more exciting news to okay so here's a couple of things this is why i wanted to tell you that not only because i wanted to get applauded for but also because a couple of things first of all as a teacher and i am a teacher whenever I'm going through something like it's my natural state to just be like, okay, how can I teach this? Like once I get it or try to get it or whatever, don't get it. Sorry. Like sometimes it could be not getting it. How can I, how can this be something I could pass on? Would this be oh, okay. helpful? That's yeah. just the way I'm wired. Yeah. It's part of my DNA. Um, it's one of my archetypes is being a teacher anyway. So of course I'm thinking about this with this whole sugar struggle. I'm like, Oh, well apparently I'm supposed to be the voice for people who can't figure out how to do it. 
and be okay with it. But now it's, I'm sort of having some limited success, like good success, not limited, but definitely partial success. I feel very confident. I think part of it is because I've been doing the parasite cleansing. Like I think that physically I'm not craving as much sugar because more parasites are dead. Yeah, right? no, I'm with you. Yeah. So I think that's, that's one. That's how I am with my probiotics. Right. Right. So that's one. And then two, I just want to report and we'll report in in like a month or two. But I did just start this new amino acid supplement um, protocol. This guy named um, Dr. Oh, no, I'm going to have to look him up. Kanish. What's his name? Okay. Um, I'm looking at an appetizer. Yeah, I know. Right. It probably I mean, I get things confused (laughs) with food things all the time. Um, that would not surprise me. Kalish doctor. Hold on. Dr. K Kalish K. I know that name. Yeah, you do. K a L I S H. Anyway, it's this amino acid protocol. You can Google him. Um, and supposedly now listen up, supposedly sometimes with sugar addiction, and I kind of know this, so I can't believe it's taken me this long to get around to this, but it can be very related to your serotonin and dopamine levels, which are also very related to depression, anxiety, and other things. Um, but here's the thing that I just learned this week. If you're only supporting serotonin increase or only supporting dopamine increase, um, what happens is you you make more serotonin by, you know, you supplement either with whatever, these amino acids or the dopamine. But if you don't do both, what happens is the gateways to get those um, neurotransmitters into your brain, when they open, they allow both to go in. So if you have an excess of serotonin, you're going to get that hit from serotonin, but your dopamine could be depleted. I know. So here's the bottom line. Like if you're only treating serotonin or only treating dopamine, you can get unbalanced. So this amino acid protocol that I'm on supposedly helps support both. And it's supposed to help you with sugar addiction. So, so is this, are we, are we talking like, we're talking brain chemistry? a little We're talking brain chemistry. He calls it mind mapping. It's, I will do a podcast on this if it works. I'll be the guinea pig. I'll nominate myself to be the guinea pig. I'm trying it. I will get you all the specifics and the science behind it because Hannah's looking at me like this is... No, no, I'm not. I'm I'm, slaughtering it. I have another question. And I am. I am. Okay, hold on. But I'm going to try it and I'm going to let you guys know that already I think it's working. It's only been like three days and it's not that expensive, although it's kind of complicated. But... but More to be discussed. But Does this help? What... Obviously, this is going to help with a lot of different quote unquote conditions, wouldn't it? It should. It should help with depression. It should okay. help with anxiety. That's what I'm about, so it I'm should not, help yeah, with depression. Mm-hmm. It should help with anxiety because those things are very closely related. And most sugar addicts are either anxiety or depressed. And that's why we eat sugar. Because it's like self-medicating, basically, because sugar will release more dopamine, will release more serotonin Short term, the problem is, is when you're constantly doing that and you do it to excess, it causes all kinds of other problems and it doesn't actually work long term. But it's sort of like, it's kind of like sugar is kind of like using heroin to feel better. Like you will for a while, but there's some side effects. 
Okay. I'm going to get down and dirty with the science on it because I still have a lot more research to do, but I was just so excited about it that I wanted to share it today and just get the ball rolling because either in like a month, we're going to either be like, this sucks, it doesn't work, or this is awesome, here's some resources, and I'll get more science and then we can, Heno can, you know, dissect all the science behind all this for well, us. Everybody out there... Angela is your guinea pig. <laughs> I'm taking a bullet for the team. Not really. I'm taking a bullet for myself. I think this is going to really help. I'm very excited about it. I know. And I think some people want to hear about this. Yeah. I think well, they really do. Who doesn't have problems with sugar besides me and Heno? Yeah, I mean, exactly. you do better, but you still do some sugar. Like, I've done zero dessert. Yeah, and and and, and we have listeners to the show that struggle with depression and anxiety. Depression and anxiety. You bet. And if and if and if anything can help someone get a little lift, totally, a little step up, because it's all about brain chemistry. And here's the thing: brain chemistry is affected not only by what we eat, but also by our environmental factors. So if you're if you're if you're in a situation where you're being exposed to a lot of heavy metals, to a lot of harsh chemicals, to a lot of things that are causing your liver to have to work really hard, these things can affect brain chemistry. Mm-hmm. And some of us are more sensitive to harmful chemicals and things like that. Yep. So for example, um, we use all natural, non toxic chemical cleaners at our house because I'm super sensitive and we switched over because I was just I was having so many heavy metals show up in my blood work and all this stuff. So anyway, my husband, he would be fine. Like his body's still working. He still has to process it. He's not having any side effects from doing that. Okay. Okay. So some people are just more sensitive to just like everything else we talked about. He (laughs) drinks coffee every morning. If I drink coffee, I go through the roof with anxiety and then have a headache the next day. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with coffee. It just doesn't work for me. It works beautifully for him. So we have different chemistries and we have different levels of, of, um, sensitivities. Uh, one of my favorite authors, Glennon Doyle Melton, she talks about this. She calls the people that are more sensitive, the canaries in the mind. Like we're the ones that are like, you, this is dangerous. This is causing me to be sick. So it's kind of a bummer, but it's also kind of cool that you guys have canaries basically. So yeah. Yeah, tweet, tweet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> here's tweet. T- tweet, 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 tweet. Okay, here's the topic. So a few weeks ago, I wrote a blog and it was called, hold on, where is it? Hold everything. Living in a state. And basically, this is this whole blog and this whole idea came out of the book, which I've talked about on the show um, Jen Centero wrote a book called You Are a Badass. I love it. We've talked about it. Google her, get it. It's very, I think it's very uplifting and motivational. Um, we talked about how there's some people that don't believe that, but they're wrong and I'm right. Go get it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, especially the audio because, <laughs> um, she, she reads it and she's funny. She's like kind of a comedian anyway. So she talks about like cultivating living in a state of gratitude. So I broke it down a little bit and I basically looked at Webster's online and I looked up state. So state, one of the definitions, since we like words and we're interested in words and definitions, one of the words, one of the definitions for state is a way of living or existing. And another, another definition is also condition of mind or temperament. And then I looked up thankful. I mean, why not? Relating to or expressing thanks. And then I looked up constant. 
constant means happening all the time or very often over a period of time. So we're basically today talking about living or existing in a state of expressing thanks all the freaking time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it is PG, right? I have to be careful with my language. <laughs> so how do you do that? That's what we're going to talk about. Stay tuned. I'm putting on my jacket. Okay, Hannah, what do you, you've got something to say. I can see you looking at no, me. What I'm do you on have the, to say? You have ride. something. You have something to I'm say. On, I'm on the ride here. You're on the ride. Okay. Yep. Cultivating a state of thankfulness. So first of all, why would you care? Why would you want to do this? And I'm going to tell you as a recovering alcoholic, it's because people, we like to feel good. Hello. We talk about all this stuff because we want to feel good. Is it a good idea? Sure. Do we like being healthy? Do we think that we want to live a longer life? Sure. But bottom line, let's just call a spade a spade. We want to feel good. Yeah. Right? So when you're living in a state of thankfulness, then you get the opportunity to feel good more often. So that's why I think this is a really cool tool. And of course, I know, I know people always talk about being thankful. I know. But... This is a little twist on it because we're talking about like constantly cultivating this idea of being thankful. And one of our big tools was when something happens that's yucky, you get a flat tire, sad trombone. Oh, sorry. I wasn't ready. Well, you were doing something. Aren't you doing something with the sound effects over there? I was trying to move it to another page. You got a flat tire. <laughs> so you get bummed out and then you think to yourself how could this be a good thing how could this be right how could this be wonderful how could this be awesome why would i do that why would you do because you want to feel good okay right okay well you could choose because well, i don't because i don't want to feel Exactly. I mean, sometimes we want to feel like that, right? Because we just enjoy wallowing. Absolutely. But sometimes we just want to feel good. So you ask yourself the question, this is good because, and then you make yourself a little list. So let's use the flat tire oh, example. Okay. This is good because... Wait, this is like a gratitude exercise. This is like a... Yes, I'm just... Yes. Okay, okay cool. I know. Okay, so this is I'm good. I'm on board. This is good because I get to spend more quality time in the car with my dachshunds. This is good because it's an opportunity for me to figure out a way to ask for help. This is good because it makes me appreciate my car when it is running correctly. I had a flat tire in LA. I was like, this is good because I'm at home and I don't, I'm not stranded somewhere with all the dachshunds. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I just had someone come and get my car. So using that tool is awesome. So that happened to me a few weeks ago because I think I talked about this. The flat I, tire? Not the flat tire, oh. but getting disappointed because I did this huge, I think I talked about this. We did this huge thing to get like busy this fall oh, at right. the gym, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't get nearly as busy as I wanted to be. So I was disappointed. And then when I got tired of feeling yucky, which took like a day, I was like, I'm okay with wallowing in <laughs> the poor me for a day. And you know, it was really cool because that was huge spiritual growth for me because normally I just immediately go right to thanks. But I was like, no, I'm just going to feel how I want to feel. And I just was like, okay, I'm going to sit on the couch. And Rob was like, are you all right? I'm like, not really. And he's like, well, and I'm like, don't want to hear it yet, but I'll let you know. He's like, okay. Oh, because he gave me a look. <laughs> um, and so then the next day I was like, well, I don't want to feel like that again. So I was like, okay, this is good because. 
And my list was, this is good because it gives me more time to read more books about cool stuff to be a better coach. This is cool because I really want to do more coaching anyway. Like this is going to open the door to more coaching, right? I'm going to yeah. be less busy at the gym. That's more coaching time. This is good because I love fall so much. So I'm going to have more time to take my dogs for a hike. This is good because I love practicing yoga. This is going to give me more time to practice yoga. This is good because I also am trying to spend more time with my husband. This is going to give me more time to spend with my husband. You get the point. And when I got done with my little list, I was like, this is awesome. And you were ready to move on to the and next And I was ready thing. to move on to the next thing. Yeah. And just as a side note, not on the topic, I just want you to know, gosh, if I told you this already, stop me. But what happened was that week that that happened, like the day after I went through the list of why I wanted to feel better and everything that was good, that week someone sent me an email from Wyoming. I'm looking for a coach. Okay, she found me on the Psychology of Eating website, which I have been on for two years. I have never had a hit. Okay. So I decided to be thankful I decided to just decide why it was good. The next day, I get, I get a tech, I get an email from someone who wants to do good. So I was like, um, "Yeah, I mean, I've never had that happen from out of state. I've had coaching here, yeah, but I've never." And because one of the intentions that I've put on my vision board is, I want to develop more online coaching. I want to coach people that don't live here. I don't care. I mean, I love people that live here, but I want to be able to coach online people from anywhere. Yeah, we're expanding. So anyway, so we did this amazing, I did, I was like, well, she's like, should we talk on the phone and see if we're a good hit fit? And I'm like, no, I think we should Skype. And I said, I'm happy to just give you some of my time and you can ask me questions and I'd like to ask you questions and then we'll just see if we're a good fit. So we spent an hour together on Skype for free because I wanted to turn to just, and, um, I gave her some strategies, you know, I gave, and then I emailed her the strategies and she, I mean, she was so cute. I had such a great experience. As soon as I got off the Skype session with her I just had to sit in my chair and I had like tears coming down my face because I was like oh my god this is what I'm supposed to be doing this is my calling this is where I'm moving into I mean I love personal training I love teaching classes but OMG this is what I'm supposed to be doing like I love it I'm really good at it there's plenty of room to get better but oh my god I'm it, it was so overwhelming so I sent her the follow up and I just said you know I just want you to know I really enjoyed our time and blah 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 she emailed me back a few days later and she's like, this, it was so great. I'm going with another coach, but I really appreciate your time. And it was a really close call. And again, so again, I was like, oh, but then I was like, okay, how is this good? I have more time. And basically I feel like that was a little email from the universe saying, stay the course. But that's you, what I feel like it was. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's the huge part of that for me was how you felt afterwards totally. because it was the affirmation of what you want to do with your life. Just because this one particular case didn't, didn't quite work out. Once again, it's, it's, this is really about you. Totally. Not about them. Totally. That's their choice. Totally. The real thing is, is you found you've, you, you reaffirmed the connection to what you're calling. This yes. is what's calling you right yes. now. Yes. Yeah. And I, and I get that. Cause I, I've been having that at work lately where I've been doing some things at work that that's why I'm there to do. And I get done and I get people coming up to me and saying, wow, that looks great or something like that. And I go, I go, you know what? I still love doing this. This is, I'm, I'm doing what I, what I enjoy doing. Yeah. You know, do I love doing music? Yeah, I do. But I'll tell you the, I'll tell you something. This is kind of weird. Mu- even though music's a passion for me, 
I have a lot of anxiety attached to it because it is emotional and it's a passion and there's 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 a lot of fear and and my work really isn't like that which is why I think I love my work. Yeah. is is I don't it's I don't have an emotional attachment to it. Yeah. I I go in, I do it. It it works. I'm I'm you know, I'm good at it. Yeah. And it's not me bragging. It's just me saying I've I've been doing no, this for you 20 are, years. You, you know? are good at it. You know, I've been doing it for what am I talking about? It's been almost 25 years I've been doing building repairs and maintenance. And I walk in and I do what I'm asked to do and I walk away and, and people go, awesome, thank you. And and that makes me feel good. And I go home and, and they're gonna and they pay me for it. Okay, great. Yeah. But it's that same thing like you're talking about where I just I just know that that's where I'm supposed to be working, you know, right now. Because you don't want to be in that creativity all the time for you right now. That doesn't work exactly. for you. You can express exactly. your creativity in a way at work without having to be super uncomfortable and anxiety. I mean, that makes sense to me a lot. Like you, some people just aren't supposed to be in that state all the time and you're not, and you are of great service. And speaking of Hanno's work, I just want to say this, which I forgot to tell you, but one of my speakers stopped working at the Mm. gym last week and I was like, oh my gosh, Hanno, I think my speaker's not working. So like that day he came over, I'm like, do you have a ladder? He's like, I'm bringing one. I'm like, okay. Like the day I text him, he shows up, takes the speaker before I had to teach my next class, brings me a loner. Oh my God. So thankful. So I said to my class on Monday morning, I'm like, does everyone notice my new speaker? (laughs) I'm like, my friend Heno is the best. And they're all just like looking at me. I'm like, I know I'm so happy and grateful. And they were so funny because I think I brought it up in the next class because everyone's like, you already told us this. I'm like, oh yeah, Heno. (laughs) But you are good at it. And you know what? For someone who can't do stuff like that, like getting on that, figuring it out, getting on, getting a ladder, get, I mean, you just made it look like it was a no big deal, but it's such a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. So state of thankfulness. And that brings me to my second part about this whole living in a state of thankfulness. Like why else would you want to be in a state of thankfulness all the time? If, and this is out there. So, you know, are you into positive thinking? <laughs> yes, I am. Are you into alternate strategies? Why, yes, I am. Are you into healthy stuff? Why, yes, I am. Here we go. Okay, so this is um, Esther and Jerry Hicks um, have this meditation um, law of attraction stuff. And you can Google them. Um, but basically, their assertion is that we, when we are in a state in a state of thankfulness and joy because thankfulness puts us into joy. But when we are in a state of feeling good, we are at our highest level of being able to manifest. So when you're feeling good, when you're appreciating what you already have is when you are at the highest vibration to attract in more of what you actually want. So for me, when I made that decision to decide why this was great, that I wasn't making as much money as I wanted to make, that I wasn't having as much work as I wanted to create, when I made the decision to be in a state of thankfulness and pleasure and joy around it, I attracted in, I didn't actually attract in a client, but I definitely attracted in an affirmation and an affirming situation where I got to be like, okay, this is where I'm moving. 
this is where my career is going. It yeah, wow, doesn't matter that it didn't happen immediately, that it's not happening as regularly as I want it to yet. All that matters was I was in a state of total thankfulness, total appreciation for what I have now. I started really appreciating the people that were coming. And then I manifested this awesome hour with this woman. Wow. You know, you, you brought up something that, that and I was talking to Brian about this when I was on the crazy life with him. And I was, we were, I was talking about how I never saw coincidences before I started opening myself up more to, you know, gratitude and possibility and open-mindedness and all that. And I, I just, I had a way of explaining it away, like, you know, and so I, right. and, and it was funny when I, when I decided to, you know, find a new way of living and I, and, and I tried to be more open-minded. I tried to live my life in a state of thankfulness and gratitude. Like all of a sudden these, all of a sudden the quote unquote moments of clarity, the God shots, the little miracles, the coincidence, they all started happening. And, and I thought about it. I was like, well, why is it all happening now? And it's like, well, they were probably all there. You just weren't listening for it. You weren't open for it. And, and it's, I love how you just said that. Like, you're like, I didn't manifest the client. I manifested the opportunity for a moment of clarity within myself. Mm -hmm. And that's really, that's the thing is I, like, I didn't have growth before because I closed myself off to growth. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't open myself to the possibility of growth because a, I knew everything I know, you know, I'm not going to be able to change. This is who I am. I can't do anything different. I just have to accept myself for who I am today. Like it, you know, like there's nothing good that's, you know, there's not. And, and when I finally found a state of, you know, I got beaten down to a state of reasonableness or desperate, I had the gift of desperation and it opened my mind and it, and it made me let go of some of my uh, predisposed, you know, opinions, you know, the, the, what, what's our, what's our line? About the uh, uh, contempt prior to, to investigation. investigation. I love yes. that line. That's the, and that <laughs> when I finally let go of that contempt and I opened myself up to something new, it was like it was literally the little snowball rolling down the hill and it got bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. And, and it and what's funny is it actually makes it like I used to like you know when you see people that are just always just grateful and happy. And, and when you're not, you're just like, Oh, you know, yeah. how can this person be always grateful and happy? It drives yeah. you up the wall. Yeah. And, and Hey, hello, here I am. Right. You know, I'm that guy now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not because I'm stupid. It's not because I'm, you know, I, I mean, I, Hey, I admit I, I, I like living in a little bit of oblivion. I'm okay with that because I want to feel joy, but here's the thing. The more that I'm open-minded and the more that I, open myself to happiness, joy, gratitude, the more of it comes into my life because I'm looking for it. And right. I do believe I manifested. I do believe I attract it because who's attracted to grumpy pants? Right. No one is. Right. No one wants to be around Mr. Miserable all the time. Right. So what opportunity do I have to expand my world and grow and change if if my body language is says nothing about... Hey guys, who who likes me? Right. You know? Well, and the other thing that you've just recently done when you sold all your stuff, you got into a state of thankfulness for what you have. You got into a state Good of point. spirituality, letting things go, and then you sold all the stuff immediately that you put on and something that's been on there for a year. Yeah, other stuff happened. Like yeah. that's to me not a coincidence. I, I think that's I, a- I had a hard, you know, I'll tell you, there's one, this is funny. I actually started printing out a shipping label 
And I was looking at, like, what? why this isn't the right... Sh- Holy cow, something else sold. Didn't even know it. I was writing out the shipping label for one thing, and in the meantime, something else had. And I was like... This is too weird. Like That's all of a sudden, full on manifestation. It was to me. crazy. And hey, you know what? There might be a way to explain it away. That because I mean, I can maybe say that. Oh well, because so many people were looking at your eBay account, more people were looking at your. I mean, there there could be a practical reason for it. Right. But I'm so good with just saying I manifested some sales. <laughs> right. And I'm not saying that there wasn't a practical thing. Also. Yeah. But you being in there. I mean, maybe there was a practical thing that you had more stuff up, so it got it. But still, the fact that you got the stuff up came from a place of letting stuff go and growing spiritually. So it doesn't even matter that there was a practical thing. And it perpetuated. You were still manifesting it. Yeah, and it kept manifesting. Like, manifestation comes through practical stuff. Yeah. And I it mean, wouldn't have it wouldn't have happened. None of it would have happened if I'd have just if I'd have just kept on as was. Totally. Because I decided to make one change, it snowballed, you know? Yeah. And 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 you know, God, it's actually kind of silly right now that I'm thinking about it. It's like, you know, when we when we put ourselves out there, you know, and, and for me, it was, it was, I listed a ton of stuff on eBay. Of course, it's like people, people are going to go look at one thing and they're going to look at the other things that I have. And then they're going to look at the other things. And, and that happens in our life when, right. when you, you have a gym and, and, and somebody comes in and they're like, you know, I, I, I know I need to, I need, I need to do more exercise. And then they go, oh, wow, you do eating psychology too. Right. Oh, okay. And, and it's like, you have all these connections and the dots happen and then they right. go tell somebody else, right. and, you know. Totally. So we're trying to convince you that it's a good idea to be in a state of thankfulness. And this is not to say, I just want to make sure everybody's super clear on this because we talk about this too. And this feels like maybe a paradox and maybe it is, maybe it is. Um, But it's important to feel your feelings and acknowledge how you really feel. So I'm not saying when you're living, I mean, we're talking about being in a constant state of thankfulness. So I guess I'm not really talking about being in a constant state of thankfulness because I do believe that it's important to acknowledge how you're really feeling. I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling disappointed. I'm feeling jealous. I'm feeling whatever it is that you're actually feeling. Like allow that to bring whatever messages to you that need to be expressed. But once you've done that and however long that takes, and there is no set time and it kind of depends on how big of a kick in the teeth it is. I mean, my friend Aaron, whose wife died, our friend Danny died. I mean, his sadness isn't going to be short term, right? Versus my sad, my disappointment over the gym, like, and not to compare, but like, there's just different well, there lengths. Is. Yeah, there's, there's, you, and I you can, don't want to yeah. use other people as a comparison, but I'm just saying, oh, what I mean by that is just basically don't judge it. Just be in it for as long as you need to be in it. But when you get tired of the yucky feeling, Go to my one of my new go tos is how is this good? You know, and so I want to do another quick example. So let's say that you're overeating at night, okay, and you can't stop overeating, and you're super like, oh my gosh, I can't stop overeating. And you start going, okay, there's no way this could possibly be good. But once you get tired of it and you get tired of beating yourself up for it because it's not working anyway, right? How is this good? You can also phrase that like, how is this right? Like it's an opportunity for you to look at what's not working. Stop trying to stop trying to stop overeating. Start looking at 
Are you happy in your job? Are you happy in your relationship? Are you happy with the amount of play you're doing? Are you working too much? Are you working too little? Do you, you know, where's life calling you to grow? And then I promise if you start doing that and you start looking at other things, you'll stop slowly. You'll stop overeating because that will be for whatever reason that that's happening to you. It, you'll start shedding light and then you'll come out of it and you'll be like, oh my gosh, that was great. I would have never changed jobs if I wouldn't have been able to stop overeating. I would have never started eating breakfast, which I now love and is my favorite meal if I wouldn't have been overeating. I would have never broke up with that loser if I wouldn't have been, you know, I don't know. But I promise you that there's something. There's something. It's not a willpower issue. No. It's a spiritual issue. There's this bird that was hanging out on the windows, literally hanging out on the wind, like oh. on the screen. It was really cool. I'm so glad that he didn't like try to fly through the window. Yeah. That happens over here. A little I bit. know. It's, kind of makes me, it's like thump. I'm like, ooh. Oh, that, that, that had to hurt. hurt. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, it's funny. Last week I had a, a, you can also have, you know, your, your example with Aaron is a great one in that, you know, his situation, he's not the guy that, that, that's going to be, you know, waiting for, you know, like, oh, I'm, I'm going to find the, you know, the good in this. I'm going to find the gratitude in this. You don't, you, you, he has to go through what he goes through, right? Yeah, absolutely. And and that's different. And, and, you know, oh, you know, everything happens for a reason. Well, right now I don't want to find out why it happened for a reason. No. And you you don't want to say that. Holy cow. And, 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 you know, and, but it comes up and that kind of stuff. And, uh, but you can actually have both at the same time. And I'm not going to say that everyone has to, but for myself, like last, last week I had, you know, I was like, I was telling you, I, I had most, most of this month has been, I'm eating all the cookies. Right. That's been my month. I'm okay with it. You know, it's no, this week is no longer, you know, I, I, you know, Sharon said, do you want anything? And I said, no, I'm done with sugar tonight you know, at night. And she says, me too. Great. Cool. We're on board. You know, I had, I had two strawberries. Awesome. They tasted delicious. Didn't need any more, you know? And I, and I sat there and and I was at the grocery store and I think I shared this already where, you know, I was, I was having all the cookies. It was a long day. And, you know, I had a friend that was there and I had that, they gave me the total grocery store judgment. Like, man, I wish I got to eat your food tonight. And I said, I said, well, yes, you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I had the little raspberry chocolate covered raspberry sticks and I had a bag of frozen pot stickers and, and, you yeah. know, I had a long, hard day. Yeah. And I was, and I had food to prepare at home, but I'm like, I don't feel like it. I want to go home. I want to watch my, you know, favorite TV shows on the DVR. I'm going to eat my pot stickers and I'm going to eat all the cookies. And, and you know what though? And, and I, and I said this at the time in the grocery store, you know what? I had a long, hard day. I'm really tired, but it was a great day. Yeah. Because Good. you can have both. I can be tired. I can acknowledge the fact that, you know, tonight is not the night to fight. Right. The, the, my, you know, whatever, you know, my, my, uh, desires, let's just say. Right. I have a I had a desire to be on the couch and eat the sugar and I'm not gonna fight it. Yeah. Because but I'm gonna still feel good today. Yeah. And I'm gonna be in a state of 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 gratitude and, and happiness because it was a good day. Yeah. I, I accomplished something. Right. And there's no reason we can't have both, you know? There's no reason we can't have both. I agree. And there's, there's, and even with like all the financial problems, I've been still in, I still feel good. Life is good. And it is really about like, Hey, 
I can take it down to the minutia and I can get freaked out. I can also step back a little bit, take the bigger picture and go, yeah, but it's not going to break me. Right. And I'm going to feel good and I'm going to get through this and, and, and I'm going to be okay. So we do have levels of, you know, sometimes, sometimes we're, we're, we're one inch from the ground yep. and other times we're up in the clouds. Right. And, and, and it, and that perspective kind of changes where we're at because some, some days I'm just going to be staring at the minutia and getting freaked out about it. But my goal is to ultimately take a step back and look at the bigger picture and go, yeah, but life is freaking good. Yeah. And you've been cultivating that for years now. And so that's becoming your natural instinct. Like you might be in the minutia for a little while, but you pretty much are pretty quick to go, okay, how am I going to you know, how am yeah. I going to deal with this? How am I going to step back? How am I going to find some relief? How am I going to be more free? Right. And, and so much of that happy with who you are, where you're at and what you have. Yeah. Boy, that takes care of a lot of stuff. It really does. And bonus, you start manifesting stuff. And I, I believe that. And, you know, it's funny because um, you're, you know, talking about like the financial difficulties. Like, how is that a good thing? Well, you sold a bunch of stuff. And you got some new stuff. It's making you take inventory of what's really important to you, right? Mm -hmm. You're kind of doing some analysis of my job. No, I really love my job. Yes, I really love my music too. And now you have new Monkey Tongue Productions stuff and you sold all your other stuff. So it's actually a gift. I mean, it's just your lesson right now. And you know who's in the way of that? Who? Me. Oh, well, of course. Who? I mean, Who? That's Tell true, me. But it's, <laughs> just oh, God, I Here, softball, strike. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I don't follow baseball. Okay. <laughs> but, you, but, but is it, I'm always the culprit. I know. I, I so know. get in my own way. I screw myself I so bad. I know. Bad Heno. Bad Heno. This is a recovery tool, people. This is what you do is you learn that it's really you. It's not the person you're dating. It's not the person you're married to. It's not your job. It's not your set of circumstances. It's you. Yeah. I had, we but, learned this in sobriety. We did not learn this beforehand because before sobriety, it was like, well, if you had my guy, my job, my life, you, you drink, drink too. <laughs> 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 but the truth is, is, it's all about perspective. And having a healthy perspective gives you the opportunity to, to evolve out of the job if it really doesn't work. Leave the relationship if it's really not working. You know, leave, move on to, you know, bigger, brighter, greener pastures. But... You have to first be thankful with the pastures that you're in. Yeah. It's just it's just the way it goes. If you want to bring more stuff, good stuff into your life, you have to cultivate this idea of being happy with the stuff you have. And it's it's so we're so bombarded with with not messages, I guess I should say messages and imagery. You know, like life has to be hard, life has to be a struggle. Oh, I know. We, and no wonder we grow up thinking like like I'm not supposed to have joy because, you know, I saw my dad was always struggling or or, you know, and he was working hard. Of course he's trying to support everyone, but the imagery we have of it is is that it, it's supposed to be difficult. And Absolutely. The only thing I ever saw was anger or or frustration. You know, and, and we 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 grow up used to that. You yeah. Know? And and we don't you know, not all of us, some people just don't see a lot of joy in their lives growing up. Or right. they just they never they never saw it. And it's like, 
How do you learn that? That's hard. It is hard. I mean, that's a big one for me. That has been a huge piece to unravel that's still unraveling because I really am like, I'm okay having joy as long as I earn it first. Oh, wow. So you have to be slightly miserable at work and work hard enough and then you can have a little bit of joy. Like, how dare you take the afternoon off and just have a great time? Don't you know there are people out there working? Like, no wonder you're not as busy as you want to be. Yeah. Got that inner inner dialogue. I still hear those voices, but I got to tell you, the fact is, is that for me, unraveling that, the number one piece is identifying that those voices are not my own and that those, that was my parents, my dad. And that's okay because that was his, probably his dad or his dad yeah. or whatever. And I don't judge it's not that. His fault. Yeah. It's not, no. And I, he was doing the best he can, but my, and that's just like I was saying, this is your lesson with your financial stuff. That's my lesson. I came into this life signing up for the lesson. I signed up for this headache thing. God knows why. <laughs> I mean, I am like constantly questioning my soul as to what in the world they were thinking when they picked this particular life lesson. But I totally believe that I picked this lesson because, and the truth is, is I have learned a lot. I have learned so much. It has changed me so much in ways that nothing else would change me. And this work thing is also one of my pieces to learn to grow and evolve. And it doesn't happen overnight, but it starts with awareness And then it starts with actively doing things differently. So instead of being like, well, I didn't work enough today. No wonder I'm not busy. I go, wow, isn't that interesting? You're saying that you didn't work enough today and you want to go to work. Okay, let's take the dogs for a walk. Let's take a nap. Let's just, and, and we've talked about this in a previous podcast because when I do that and I'm like, oh, I could never, then I go, okay, Angela, just for today, let's do this. Cause you can always go back to crazy. Yeah, that's- <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's hard. It's hard. We'll you know, you um, we did our, uh, I did a, I did a workshop this week on acceptance and body image. And one of my darling favorite people was there. And afterwards she was like, you know, this just seems all neat and tidy. Like you just do this, you do this, you do this. And then you're like, have this great body image now and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, listen, I go, I don't want it to come across like I have this all figured out. And I definitely don't think this is like a neat little package, but, but this is a roadmap of some tools that can help with that. And I said, honestly, if you're tired of being dragged around by this idea that your body isn't right, if you're tired of it and you want more freedom, pick one of these things that I've outlined here and just try it Mm. and practice it. You don't have to do all of them and you don't have to do it perfectly. And I'm not saying you're going to heal overnight, but it starts with the intention to say, I want to learn how to do this differently. Like I, for a long time, worked like that with that and didn't have enough joy because I had to earn it first. And then I was so exhausted from working so hard, I couldn't have the joy. This has been a long, slow journey for me, but it started with finding out that that's how I think, which came about from being involved with recovery and reading books and recognizing that I wasn't happy. Hey, I, 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 I'm going to interrupt you here. Yeah. So, so, uh, did you earn your vacation next week? No, (laughs) I know. So yeah. So speaking of manifesting, so Speaking of manifesting, so I'm at the coffee shop. I run into this wonderful gal that I've known for a really long time, but I wouldn't say we don't hang out. Yeah. Like I would consider her a person that I really like and respect, but I wouldn't consider her a friend simply. Yeah, in the real world, you're acquaintances. Yeah, in the real world. And and, but I I mean, 
So she goes, Angela, can I talk to you for a minute? I'm like, sure. And I'm thinking she wants to have coffee because like once in a while we'll have coffee or once in a while we'll have a conversation. And I really, like I said, I really like this gal. Um, and she's flipping through her book and she's got her little, she's like old school. She's got like an actual written calendar instead of her phone, which I love, of course appreciate it. Um, and she's like, oh, here it is. Uh, okay. She's like, I'm wondering if you and Rob would like this trip Um, it's in Cancun. It's a five-star resort. It's for a week. And she's like, I can't go. And I'm like, um, uh, uh, that's exactly what I sounded like. I was like, um, well, uh, uh, okay. Well I go, you mean you want me to buy it? Cause she's like, no, 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 no. She's like, I've already paid for it. I can't go. None of my kids can go. I want someone to take it. I go, Okay. And she goes, do you want to write this down? And I said, oh, no, no, no. I'll remember it. I'll just, I'm going to go home and talk to Rob, you know? So I get home, I'm talking to Rob and I'm like, it's this hotel. It's down in Cancun. He's like, well, which one? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, well, (laughs) I'm like, oh God. So I I have to call her. I go, okay, this is Angela. I am completely mortified. I should have written it down. I go, I was just so caught off guard. So she's super nice. So she sends me the name of it. So we look it up. And it's actually, I know, right? It's actually a week before, two weeks before Rob's going, already going on a surfing trip. Rob bought a new surfboard. He's going to San Diego. He's like, Angela, I just don't want to miss another week of work. Like November's a slow month for me. I don't want to be gone. He's like, I'm like, okay. He goes, do you want to go? And I go, I do. And he goes, well, why don't you see if you can find a girlfriend to go? And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, okay, who do I know that might want to go to Mexico? (laughs) Cause everybody, everybody works, you know, and it's hard to miss work. Uh, what about Sharon? So I send Sharon a text and I say, I think I actually called her. I, cause I was kind of excited. I said, Sharon, just so you know, I, you know, and it's like two weeks away. So anyway, I like, do you want to go? She calls me back. She's like, hell yeah, I totally want to go. And I'm like, okay. I'm going to miss work. Okay. I don't have to, I'm not going to be able to earn this before I go. Okay. Okay. I'm going. So (laughs) it's basically exactly what I've been talking about. Like sometimes you just do it. Like you just say yes, because I was like, okay, but I didn't earn it. And then I was like, okay, but you're, you're talking, you're talking all this smack about manifesting. You're feng shuiing the heck out of everything to be more (laughs) abundant. Like someone's giving you this opportunity to spend a week with one of your oldest, dearest friends Really? So I, again, I, 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 once more I talked to her, I'm like, are you sure you're okay with me going? Cause I'm going to miss a week of work. I'm going to, you know, you're going to have to take care of the dogs. I'm not earning it. He's like, Angela, I'm sure. I'm like, okay, I'm going. And like a couple of blips have come up because, you know, I'm not, I'm missing a week of work and I'm having to refund some people some money and I'm giving people credits cause I've done this prepackaged thing. But you know what? I'm doing it anyway. I'm doing it scared. And then I, then the other voice goes, you have to make every moment count. And I'm like, you know what? Just go have a good time. You don't have to make every moment count. You can just be there and enjoy yourself. This isn't the only vacation you're going to take. Just go. And just, so part of making changes and evolving, uh, uh, you know, healing my work addiction is to simply take the leap of faith. I'm going to be busier in October. I mean, in December and listen to this. So the other thing that happened is I now have another client who I love who comes in from New York. She's coming in. She's doing four sessions with me next week before I leave. Oh, wow. I, I mean, perfect. I had another client that right after I said yes to this trip, I picked up another client twice a week. I mean, 
Here's the thing. If you really want, and I have been talking about manifesting, a, you know, more time away from Ketchum, even though I love it here. I've been talking about that for a couple of years now, and it's actually happening. And part of the reason why it's happening is because I'm allowing it to come in. And here's the other cool part. So Sharon, your Sharon, she says to me, you know, it's so interesting that you want to do this because, you know, just a couple months ago, I was thinking, you know, I'd really like to go to Cancun. I'd like to take Hanno to Cancun. And, you know, sure enough, here we go. She's not even surprised by it because she's so good at manifesting. She's like, I just kind of put it out there and then I just stopped thinking about it. She does this all the time. And I did say, if you guys want it, you and Heno can go, but Heno has to work. So I'm going, I'm going. <laughs> Me and it's a girl's trip. I got new sexy black high heels. It's a girl's trip. I can't even believe it. Hola. <laughs> People I, are going to be turning this so, off. So, I just saw it. <laughs> seriously, all I could, when you, when you said, when you, just, you know, we're describing the Rob, you know, what is it? And you're just sitting there. All I can think of is <laughs> Rob's look. <laughs> I know. <laughs> because Rob's a lot like you in like details, you know, like remembering things. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you know, it's somewhere in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm sure it'll be great. There's a beach there. <laughs> He's like, is there surfing? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I just, it was so funny because <laughs> it's great how couples dynamics work and all this. Because, you know, Sharon, of course, she first texted me. So this is one of those things is if there's ever a text immediately followed by a phone call. <laughs> you know, it's time. Pick it up. I know I have to be right. You know, because I could just tell it's one of those things where she she wants to, you know, but it's like I need to talk on the phone because, you know, she actually doesn't like talking on the phone much. She oh, really doesn't. I know. Yeah. We and have so, that in common. I hate being on the phone. Yeah. So she would rather text me something. And, but this is OK. I got to pick this up. <laughs> So, Angela, because here's the thing is at the beginning of this month, she took a week off and, and you had and, the dogs and, went to bed, and that's the thing is the dogs. I have to take care of the dogs and, and, and I actually, it's just, it comes down to money because I want, I want my dogs to be happy. I will get them up and walk them, but they're not used to spending eight hours, more than eight hours at home by themselves because right. Sharon has works at less hours than I do. She's right. got more flexibility right. so she can take them for a walk and then she comes back early. So they're really only home for like by themselves for maybe five hours a day right? and they're fine with eight hours a day. But I just, you know, it's like, I know my animals, it's amazing how they have these habits. They really know th their habits. They know these things. It's unbelievable how they're, they've just got this inherent, a bit, they've got their own way of, I know dogs aren't supposed to be able to tell time, but somehow they know oh, they tell what time. time totally. Right? They somehow have an understanding of, okay, sometime about right now, this is supposed to happen. Right. Like they have these things. And, and even when Sharon was gone for that week, Bogart was not himself. Yeah. You know, he went outside and sat by that fence. So where I'm getting at with this, all this is, is so I take them to daycare oh. and it costs them money. It costs money. Right. But I want, I know that they're getting attention. They're, they're happy. And it takes them out of that 
habit thing, you know, to a degree. Right. You know, it's like they, 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 you know, I know Bogart's not going to be sitting outside, you know, sitting by the fence wondering when mom's going to come home. You right. Know, that kind of a thing. And so that's why Sharon, you know, called me. It's mostly about the dogs. <laughs> it was a foregone conclusion. I mean, it, it was, I don't, I'm not going to say that this is how it went down. I mean, I'm just going to say this though. It was like, but it was all the dogs. Da, 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 da. You wouldn't want to go, would you? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I mean, she honestly knew I would say no because that's what I, she said. She said, she I don't think you can. Yeah, yeah. he's and, got and I other no things. Problem. You just went to Portland. Yeah. yeah, I had no problem with her making that assumption because, yeah, I went to Portland. You know, we're going to go home and in, in, to California and Thanksgiving, all that stuff. But yeah, it's funny. These couples dynamics yeah. are hilarious. Yeah. You know, it's it's weird where we and I think it's out of respect. She totally. doesn't she doesn't um, pussyfoot around me out of fear. She kind of does just because she wants to be respectful. Right. Even even though she knows the real truth is, is she was already going without me, and I was, you know, and I don't mind that. It, but it was out of, it's actually out of respect, you know. She's, yeah. She, she's, she's not afraid of my feelings. I'm not gonna have her, you know. That's just not how we operate. But, but we never, you know what it is? We never want to assume. We right. never want to uh, take the other person for granted. Right, and we know that it is more work to have the dogs. Single parent. I mean, here's the unfortunate thing for Rob. I feel really bad about this, but I get up at 5 or 5.30 most days. Like, if I sleep until 7, it's huge. Like, that's a full-on, I've missed, I'm like, <gasps> I've missed my morning kind of yeah. thing. Um, so the dogs get up with me. So, oh, so when, when I'm not gone, here, up. Rob's lucky to sleep until 6.30. And he does not get up before 7 ever unless he has to. Really? No, he, gets, he, has really? To work, he has to work a couple of days a week at 7. So he'll get up at huh. 6.15. But most days he gets up at 7 or 7.15 because he doesn't have to be to work till 8 or 9. And he's a night guy. Like, he doesn't sleep well. He's always been. That's his sleep okay. habits, you know, whatever. He's just a night person. I'm a morning person. So it works out really well because he takes the dogs out at night when I'm, like, collapsing from being up for 12 hours but um, or mm. 15 hours or whatever. So it's kind of, it's, it is kind of a deal that he's taking the dogs. I mean, I, next week I have to try to sleep until 6 as many days as I possibly to can kind of reset to the dogs try to schedule. reset the dogs because what they do. So they're super cute. So they all have their own beds, but then they all somehow end up in bed with us, which is not good, but whatever. Caesar Milan was really frowned on our household, but, um, I, in the morning they, and so what happens when I'm not there is they just start doing this to him. They just start nosing him. Yeah. They just come yeah. over and then Tinkerbell or Gus, but usually Tinkerbell will put her paws on his chest and she'll just, like kind of put her nose on him and then she'll just start wagging her tail. So on the blankets, on the bed, it's like this. So you're, you know, you're trying to sleep in and Rob is like the nicest person on the planet. He's like, Oh no, Tinkerbell. <laughs> no, you know, like me, when they do that to me, I'm like, no, go back to sleep. And then they'll kind of go back to sleep Mom because they voice. know that I'm like, <laughs> they know that I'm not screwing around. They know that I'm like, Hey, when I call him, they come. When I tell him to stop, you know, I'm like, he's like, oh, Tinker, no, Tinkerbell. You know, they're like, of course, they just ignore him. 
<laughs> so they so I come home and he's just exhausted. So I feel really bad. So I'm gonna definitely try to get him re- reset a little bit <laughs> next week, which is hard because it's like I'm really busy next week and I'm gonna be getting ready to go. But I'm gonna try to control myself and not get up at the crack of dawn, which is my favorite thing. So yeah, so that was a, that was a serious that is a serious manifestation. Well, and it's a big it's a, a big change for you. And just, was it a physical yeah. thing? Of course, I happened to be in the coffee shop. I don't necessarily know that she had me in mind, but she saw me and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Absolutely. Like, I'm not saying there weren't other things involved, but as far as I'm concerned, it's the universe and energy that put me in the right place at the right time. Well, it really, if you want to look at it, look at what you do for our little community that we have, you know, like, like outside of our little recovery community, um, you and, and this person are, wouldn't be any really more than acquaintances. Right. But with in our little recovery community, we're a lot closer because we share right. our lives with each other. Right. We share these things. And and you provide, you do service for people. Right. And, and this person is, she's the type of person that wants to express that gratitude. She yes, understands she that. And, and she has been going through some growth of her own recently. And it would be natural that she would go, and you know what? You've helped me here. And so it mm-hmm. is honestly part of that manifestation. It's, yeah. it's part of our little community and reaching out to each other and staying connected with each other and, 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 and trying to do, you know, trying to, each of us are trying to help, you know, like I put in our little tagline, I leave in our show notes. It says, you know, um, helping you find your own inspiration. Yeah. I love that line. Because that's really what it's about is, yeah. is, is, I want to, I can't inspire. I really, I want people to find their own inspiration. But you're part of it. You're part part of of their inspiration. I might be a catalyst, but we all need to find our own inspiration because that's where, that's where it lasts. That's our, the sustainability comes from when we are self-inspired. Right. It, it usually, the, the little spark Comes from somebody. Some, usually does from totally. something else. Of course. But then we find it ourselves. And that's why yeah. this is a great topic. And it's a great thing for, we don't usually do this too much. We don't usually say, hey, for this week. But hey, for this week, try, you know, try being, how you know, when most people, when you say, man, I'm in a state. I know, right? I'm in a state. Pick yeah. a different state. Pick a different state. <laughs> Usually it's a state of seething. I know. Or <laughs> anxiety or anger. Or in- yeah. We're, I'm in a... Irritation. Yeah. Arr. So, hey. Hungry. Try, try to put yourself into a state of, ah, and this week. thankful. Or, or, yeah. Or, woohoo. Yeah. You know, whatever your state is, try to... Try to Try to do this state a little differently this week. I find this to be a very subtle thing yeah. for myself. Yeah. This is not an overt thing. I don't, because to be, you know, I talked to Brian. I know Brian shares this a lot and I talked to him about it too. This is like, when I see people that are in an overt state of woohoo, I instantly go, eh, I question you. <laughs> because I'm like, there's no way that you can be this outwardly happy all that. I really think you're hiding something in some ways. Yeah. It's, it's the person that has this like you you just you feel it right they have this sense of peace and calm or right. a sense of joy that they're not wearing like it's it's like a giant billboard on their face right it's part of them that's the person that attracts me that's like oh man you got something i want right there well and it's also i think an energetic thing when you see somebody like they may be even more overtly happy but there's there's something about when it's coming from a place of authenticity that you yeah, feel like you know it like you know there's a couple people in our program and you hear them share and they have these like amazing 
into, you know, these amazing things to say. And you're always kind of left flat. Like you're like, okay, now why is this not resonating with me? Like what he's saying sounds really good. And what I've boiled it down to is I just don't believe them. Like they sound really good, but I don't believe what they're saying. Like I don't, and I don't mean that in a mean way. Hey, it's I've just, been there. It's coming from a place of talking, this talking head that doesn't actually live and have what they're talking about integrated. Yeah, I've, like I've when been you there. have a conversation yeah. with somebody who has integrated this level of joy or thankfulness or happiness or something and and it's authentic it's it 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 makes you believe them and then you're like oh i believe you know like i think i I, because i'm i've had this conversation with rob a few times i'm like okay what is it how come i can't get past this person's shares and he's like it's because you don't believe them and i'm like you're right you're you're hearing i don't believe them right i I, you're but Anyway, I, I think that's uh, part of it when you when you energetically and you're sensitive. We're sensitive to energies. You know, we're like attracts life. You're, you're, you're a very authentic person. It's going to be hard for you to really connect with someone who's not. Yeah. Well, when you're, it's yeah. going to be really hard for you to do that because you come from your heart when you speak and you come from your heart when you talk. You say things that you believe in that matter to you, even if it's something you're just working on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean. Anyway, I yeah, don't know. We've, we've, I, my general manager's like that, and I got to give him. I got to give him all the props in the world. He puts on the best face, right, for everyone. And I and I know it's coming from a place of good, but it's not a face. It's a facade. If people right. feel it, and but I don't disrespect him. For, I he really. I know where it's coming from. Right. It's just not his thing. He's just not that type of person, but this is his position and he needs to do it. Right. And so he does the best he can with what he has. And right. I respect it. But it's like, it's weird. It's like weird when people say, you know, they just don't like him because right. they, 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 it doesn't feel genuine to them. Right. And, and, you know, I don't know what to do about that. Sometimes, you know, when you're in a customer service field, you got to do the customer service thing. Right. And, and if you're having a crummy day or you're just, it, you just don't believe it, well, you know, it's going to come out a little weird. I mean, I've been there. I have had periods of my time in sobriety where, you know, I wasn't walking the walk. I was just talking the talk. Right. I've been there. Sure. You know, and when I came out of it, I I I I had some mea culpas. I made some apologies. I actually apologized to the group. I said, "Hey, you know what? I've been talking on my ass for a while." <laughs> I love that. You know what's funny? That actually was like, you know what's cool about <laughs> That's that? That's a good topic. <laughs> talking actually, out your ass. We'll talk about that next time. <laughs> like it was and and I was I was flat out doing it. Yeah. And it felt good to say it cuz it was me coming clean and being honest. And you know what's great is people come up to me afterwards and said, "Hey, you know what? Thank you." Yeah. Because A they may have been doing it themselves a little bit, and B, they knew I was doing it. Oh, well, that's <laughs> and good. you know what? They 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 felt it. They right. felt it. Who wants to go to somebody and say, "Hey, you know what? I think you've been talking out your ass a little bit lately." Nobody right. wants to do that. That's right. a, that's a that's a harsh thing. But you know, they'd felt it, and they were you know, and they may have even been like, "Man, that Hannah's talking out his butt," you know. And, uh, and, and 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 when I said it, it was just like, you know, thanks for saying that because yeah. you know they they. We all want everyone to be their best. Right. You know, and, and, and we all want to put our best foot forward. Yeah. So when people are doing that, 
that's probably part of the motivation. They want to sound good. They want to put their best foot forward. Yeah, and, that, and it's it's from an honest place, but but hey, if it's, you know. It's just hard to connect to. There's nothing wrong with it, and I'm not even, I hope I don't sound too judgmental. I just, I don't feel a connection there, so I've done some contemplating and reflecting on why I feel I don't feel a connection. And now yeah. when the same people share, I just try to listen with compassion and just go, okay, this is what needs to happen. Yeah. I'm not sitting there like, oh my God, shut the hell up. You know, you shouldn't be talking, but I'm like, okay. And I, it, it's also helpful for me to realize that for myself, because I'm not going to also judge myself for not being able to relate. It's fine. Other people probably really relate. We all have different people that we connect to. I just sometimes when people don't feel authentic to me, I don't feel that connection. And it's helpful for me to know that I don't feel this connection. It's okay. Yeah. They can continue to talk. I can continue to listen without judging myself for not feeling a connection or feeling particularly drawn to that person. And then we all move on to the next person and it's yeah. no big deal. And so it's me, just helpful yeah. to know without judgment. I mean, we have to kind of assess and make judgments as far as so we know why we're reacting in a certain way and if we need to do work around that. Like, do I need to do some writing so I can listen to this person peacefully? Maybe. Or yeah. do I just yeah. need to say, I'm going to love and accept this person just the way they are and be okay with myself, realizing that I'm not getting a whole lot out of it because I connect on a deeper level to people that I believe. Yeah. And, and we can be, we can utilize our judgment without being judgmental. Agreed. That is something we can do. And, and usually there's a lesson there for me. Totally. And what it is, is, and this is kind of why I brought this up is, is be right sized. Right. If, if you're feeling a little joy, be a little joy. Right. If you're feeling a lot of joy, go ahead and be a lot of joy. Right. But that's for me, I need to be right sized uh, because my past, I was, I tended to not be right sized. Right. If it was a little thing that went wrong, it was a big thing that went wrong. Right. And if it was a little bit of happiness, all of a sudden I was like, woo, this is the best thing in the world. You right. know, I was never the right size. Right. And, and that's why I never felt honest with myself. I didn't, I never felt genuine. Right. That was a crummy thing. I mean, you know, a lot of people would, a lot of people talk about when they get into recovery, they talk about the things that they lost, you know, and I honestly lost my self-respect. I didn't lose my house. I didn't lose, you know, a wife job, all that stuff. I flat out just lost my self-respect. Mm. I was not genuine anymore. Right. I did not, I was not, I didn't even like myself. You right. know, well, was clearly, or you wouldn't have been hurting yourself. So, yeah. So aggressively. Yeah. And I mean, now I want to be the right size and then I'm honest. Right. You know, hey, today I'm feeling a little joy. I'm going to be a little joy. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that as far as like being in a state of joy, you can be just like you said, you can be in a state of joy and still have sadness. You can be in a state of joy and still have um, errands or, to do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can be in a state because being in this state doesn't mean that other things aren't coming in. Yeah, and it's a bit of an agreement. So yeah, to speak. I think so. I think so. Um, I also think, you know, the other thing that I love with being in a state is I love this idea of being in a state of faith. Like, I, that's another one I'm really cultivating right now where I'm just like, okay, when I start to have doubts, I'm just going to, I'm just going to have faith right now. I'm just going to go outside and I'm going to just put my hands up and I'll be like, okay, this scares the hell out of me. I don't know how to take a week off from work that I didn't earn but I have faith that you're going to send people to me and that I'm going to be able to m work in an appropriate manner when I get back and that I'm going to always be taken care of. And you just do it anyway. Like yeah. you just start cultivating this state of faith 
and then your doubts come up and then you go, okay. And when you notice them, you, you, then you're at a crossroads. You have a choice. Do I want to be in a state of faith? Do I want to be a state of thankfulness or do I want to allow these thoughts to drag me around? And, and sometimes we let them drag us around. Yep. We're comfortable there. I mean, I grew up with fear all the time. Like sometimes I still go there because it felt comfortable. Now it feels more comfortable to be in faith, but that's a slow going thing. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Speaking of recovery, I know we're going to release this later, but just for today, just to let you know, I'm picking up my chip tonight. I'm getting 12 years. Cool. One dozen. One dozen steps, one dozen traditions, one dozen years. (laughs) I'm now a full dozen. (laughs) And the emotional level of a 12-year-old. Perfect. (laughs) That's who y'all are listening to. And by the way, thanks for listening. Are we good? Yeah. So uh, it's something that I always forget to say. Hey, if you have some time, give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher oh, or whatever you listen to. I don't say so this enough. Oh, great. Um, you guys. It does so actually helpful. help out a lot, all of us podcasts. I, I, need to, I have to remind myself to do it because I listen to tons of podcasts that every once in a while I sit down and I sit down some time and I go down and I review. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, I listen to podcasts that I love, so I give them all five-star reviews. You know, we, we'd love anything. You know, yeah, we love matter. reviews. I'm not saying Thank that, you. But, but if you can um, do that. Also Just go- cultivate a state of like awesomeness and then sit down and review. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. And then, and not then, really. Um, kind of kidding. Check out our, our networks, Tangent Bound Network and the Wicked Radio Network. They have a lot of great shows and, and they really do a lot of outreach for all of our podcasts. And so we love to share the love. Yes, we do. Yeah. And um, I just want to do a little shout out to my new friend, Richard, who is Jeannie Keel's brother. Richard. Oh, Agu- yeah, yeah, yeah. Aguire. Uh, if I got your last name wrong, I just want to you know, know how sorry I am because I just have enjoyed. He's been he's listened to every one of our podcasts. Wow. From the beginning. Cool. Wow. <laughs> he deserves a that's medal. A, that's a year's worth. That's a year's worth. And he's awesome. Well, of course he's awesome because he's Jeannie Kill's brother. How could you not be? I know. You guys, we know we love Jeannie Keel, who's like our favorite realtor up here in Sun Valley. Everyone who's listening, you know, if you need a second home here in Sun Valley, Jeannie Keel is your girl. She's or, awesome. Or if you're thinking about moving here. If you're thinking about moving here, you want to work out with me, you want to do any kind of musical productions with Henno, and you want to get Jeannie to help you find your place to live. Um, and then you can hang out with Richard, who's also awesome. Um, yeah, so, and he's a musician. So at some point, oh. we have to have you, him meet you cool. because awesome. you guys will, I think you'll really like him. I think he'd really like you, and I think it'd be really cool. So anyway, awesome. you know, it'll be like a bromance. Maybe, maybe not. Um, it was really cute because um, my darling, who I, and if you need feng shui, see Hillary um, Anderson, who we love. So Hillary came to my last talk and she met Richard. Two, the two talks. I've been doing a talk every Tuesday night. So she came two Tuesdays ago and she met Richard and it was, it's a small, pretty small group, but it's really, it's just such amazing people. I'm just so filled up with joy afterwards. It's, it's kind of stressful for me because it's at 630 at night, which is not my time. 
Um, but then these amazing people. Anyway, so she's so cute because she's just awesome. But she meets Richard. And she's like, now you're really cute. Do you do you have a girlfriend? And he's like, no. She's like, do you like girls? Because I'm really good at matchmaking. He's like, <laughs> oh you know, do you like girls? I mean, I think I kind of caught him off guard. He's like, um, yeah, <laughs> you know, but it was pretty cute because she's like, I'm really good at matchmaking. So, <laughs> so funny. I actually had that happen She is a one piece day. of work. I love her so this much. Late, the, one of my owners, she was like, you know, because she sees me and she's like, okay, now, now, do you have a girlfriend or boyfriend? I don't want to. <laughs> I know, right? <coughs> Sorry. It's so cute. And I'm like, yeah, and I was just laughing. She's like, well, you know, I don't want to. <laughs> but you know what? I kind of have to appreciate that she's like, puts it out. Like, I'm a really good matchmaker. Yeah. You know, it's like, talk about owning your gifts. Yeah. And she's amazing with the feng shui. I just couldn't say enough good things about it. I love her so you know, much. I have to say, but, you know, that what she did to your office is amazing it's pretty freaking amazing i know it really is you walk in you're like okay i know this, this feels is the real deal really good like it felt it just feels different yeah i mean it flat out feels different yeah. and i and i and i sit there and i go you know because i love to you know, like my mom is super into it so i you know i i buy her the duct tape shui, shui you know book and the duck shui <laughs> comes with a little piece of duct tape it's how you duct tape stuff you know for energy balancing and you know i love to to mess with her about it you know all this time and uh um but when I sit there and I walk into your space, I go, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Works for me. I know. It's pretty you cool. Know, what can I say? So yeah. there you have it. Uh, you can find me at goingtoangelas.com. And you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Angela's Gym. And you can find Heno at Ida Heno on Twitter. He's the Twitter master yeah. of the group. And thank you, Monkey Tongue Productions. Thank you. And thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you to everybody. We're in the state. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to you next week. Bye.